Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Through that time, as you can imagine, we've watched fad diets and fitness crazes come and go. But when the fads have failed and the crazes died out and people just want something that works, they turn to Precision Nutrition for things like expert coaching, guided mentorship, and online support. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will help make the whole nutrition, fitness, and health process work for you. Ideally, you'll discover that eating, moving, and living well can be easy and enjoyable for now and into the future. So let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Bryce from Precision Nutrition, and today I'm reading the article, Heartburn, Reflux, and GERD, 10 Nutrition and Lifestyle Tips for Feeling Better Now, by Ryan Andrews. So what are the biggest selling prescription medications in the United States? Statins for heart disease, painkillers, antidepressants? Actually, none of the above. The biggest selling prescription drug in the U.S. is Nexium, a treatment for acid reflux. Surprised? Well, you shouldn't be. Acid reflux, or its big brother, gastroesophageal reflux disease, GERD, is the number one disease of the digestive tract. Pretty much everyone will experience heartburn and reflux at some point in their lives. And in this article, we'll share 10 tips for feeling better. But first, let's answer the question, what is reflux and GERD? Well, reflux occurs when stomach acid leaks up, the wrong direction, into the esophagus. Symptoms include heartburn, which is a searing, sour, hot sensation in the chest or throat after eating, regurgitation, nausea, and difficulty swallowing. Reflux officially becomes GERD when contents of the stomach make their way back into the esophagus at least once a week, or when a person experiences other symptoms of reflux on a weekly basis. Almost half of North Americans suffer from reflux once a month, and 10 to 20% have full-fledged GERD. So why does reflux happen? Well, when you swallow food, it travels down the esophagus, passes through the lower esophageal sphincter, the LES, and ends up in your stomach. The LES is a circular muscle about 3 to 7 centimeters in length that opens and closes, sort of like a sea anemone. Its job is to control what gets into the stomach and prevent the stomach contents from getting back out again. Like any other muscle, the LES's tone can vary. The sphincter should close tightly to prevent the acid splashback, but if the LES is lax, acid can rise from the stomach into the esophagus. And that's reflux. Physical activity, meals, sleep, the position of your body in space, changes in pressure between the stomach and chest cavity, and ordinary diurnal rhythms can all affect the LES's tension and ability to keep the stomach open and closed. Of course, the LES's gatekeeping job is critical. Our stomachs contain powerful acids that protect us against harmful microorganisms, help us break down our food, and digest our nutrients. Now, while the stomach is built to contain the acids, the esophagus isn't. The delicate mucous membranes lining this part of our bodies can only take so much exposure. Too much acid for too long can cause ulceration and laceration, or even a narrowing of the opening. The more reflux, the more esophageal damage. Eventually, this can contribute to chronic inflammation. And chronic inflammation of the esophagus results in more than the occasional sore stomach or burning throat. 
it can cause many different problems in our bodies, some of them a bit surprising. For example, this type of inflammation can aggravate pulmonary diseases, and acids migrating toward the teeth can contribute to dental erosion. Now another risk of reflux is Barrett's esophagitis. Barrett's esophagitis occurs when precancerous cells replace normal cells in the lower esophagus. It's more common after the repeated tissue injury caused by reflux or GERD. Interestingly, not all reflux is obvious. While some folks suffer from burning and acidity in the back of their throat, others may not notice a thing. Yet they still face the same risks as people whose reflux is more obvious. Doctors call this condition silent reflux. They can detect it through pH monitoring, endoscopic exams, and other methods. Now, reflux is quite common in North America, and it's starting to become more prevalent around the world. For example, reflux used to be uncommon in China, but in recent years, rates of reflux and GERD have increased. Experts believe that the following have all contributed to China's increasing rates of reflux and GERD. Less sleep, more body fat, higher calorie and higher fat diets, higher consumption of animal products, especially processed foods, strong tea, more alcohol, and more smoking. Similar trends can be observed in Europe and South America. One place where the incidence seems lower is India. Now you might be surprised to learn that reflux is also very common in infants. Up to 85% of infants get reflux while their LDS matures, although breastfed infants may have it less often. Most babies outgrow reflux by about one year old. If reflux persists, however, it's probably due to a neurologic or anatomic impairment. Many adult women have reflux during pregnancy because of the increased abdominal pressure. Along similar lines, it shouldn't surprise you to learn that GERD is also associated with obesity. Not only does extra abdominal fat create pressure in the abdominal cavity, putting pressure on the LES, but extra body fat also seems to relax the LES. Aging also loosens our LES, and that's because we lose neurons in the esophagus as we grow older, resulting in more GERD. Now let's talk about sleep. Lack of sleep seems to result in GI disturbances, including reflux and GERD, for all age groups. And GI disturbances seem to result in lack of sleep. But which comes first? No one seems to know. Now, some medications, including drugs for high blood pressure, like alpha blockers, calcium channel blockers, and nitrate vasodilators, can exasperate GERD by altering LES tone and gastric emptying. Drugs for anxiety, depression, other gut problems, and Parkinson's disease can have similar effects. For more on how pharmaceuticals influence the body, see the article, Common Medications That Could Hurt Your or Your Client's Fitness Progress. You can find it online at precisionnutrition.com forward slash drugs dash fitness dash progress. All right, now you might be wondering, if reflux can be more than a simple annoyance, what can I do to minimize the risks? Well, let's look at diet first. It's hard to know exactly what causes GERD. Much of the nutritional research on reflux is correlational. It shows patterns of association rather than causes. However, diets high in whole grains, potatoes, and fruits seem to help, perhaps because these foods have more fiber and less fat. Fat can cause problems for GERD sufferers in a few ways. When dietary fat enters the small intestine, it triggers relaxation of the LES. Medium and long-chain fatty acids seem to create the strongest response. Dietary fat delays gastric emptying, meaning that food and acids hang out in the stomach for longer. Delayed gastric emptying increases stomach pressure, which can in turn promote reflux. And people who suffer from reflux may be predisposed already to delayed gastric emptying. For them, 
more dietary fat would only make the situation worse. That explains the role of fat, but what about fiber? Unfortunately, we really don't know. While higher fiber diets seem consistently to relieve the symptoms of GERD over time, we're still not sure exactly how. Other culprits that seem to worsen GERD include coffee, large meals, mint, chocolate, alcohol, and processed foods. Nicotine also weakens the LES, and carbonated drinks create added pressure in the stomach. It's also worth noting that qualitative studies suggest that people with reflux tend to eat irregular meals, fast foods, roasted foods, very hot or very cold foods, very spicy foods, and very fat-dense foods. So where does that leave us? Well, if you figured out that a whole foods diet rich in fiber and moderate in fat, alcohol, coffee, and other irritants is your best defense, you've got the right idea. Now let's talk about how to treat reflux. What happens if, despite your best efforts, you experience reflux or GERD? Well, first, check for food intolerances. Studies show that eliminating trigger foods can help decrease your chances of GERD. Many people with some form of grain or dairy intolerance report that they feel better when they remove these foods, as well as processed sugars and starches. Second, look at what might create LES laxity. A few tips, eat slowly until you're just satisfied rather than stuffed. Try to make mealtimes relaxing. Stress will worsen GERD. Don't lie down for at least half an hour to an hour after eating. And if you have GERD at night while lying down, try elevating the head of your bed a few inches. Now when it comes to medication, alginates and antacids can be used to control reflux. These products contain minerals such as calcium or magnesium that neutralize acidity. Examples include Alka-Seltzer, Maalox, Tums, Mylanta, and similar products. But these over-the-counter remedies need to be treated with caution. Overused, they can contribute to constipation, diarrhea, food allergies, kidney stones, poor absorption of nutrients, and toxicity. Not only that, but symptoms of GERD can mimic those of a heart attack. So dosing yourself with antacids without knowing the true cause of your problem can be very dangerous. Proton pump inhibitors, such as Nexium and Prevacid, and H2 receptor antagonists, such as Tagamint, Pepsid, and Zantac, are often prescribed and can treat the immediate symptoms. However, around 40% of people don't respond to proton pump inhibitors. This might be on account of dosing errors, inaccurate diagnosis, failure to take medications, or genotype alterations in the ability to metabolize certain pharmaceuticals. And even the most effective reflux medications can have dangerous side effects, including increased risk of infection, diarrhea, vitamin B12 and iron deficiencies, and a greater risk of fractures. This is particularly true with long-term use. So ultimately, it's better to avoid the problem in the first place if you can. Now, we still have a lot to learn about reflux and GERD, but for now, here are a few recommendations. And guess what? Several of those recommendations just happen to be habits that we coach in PN Coaching for Men and Women. Here they are. Eat slowly until you're just satisfied rather than stuffed. Chew your food well. Get lots of whole plant foods. Eat at least five servings of fresh vegetables a day. Reduce processed foods. Don't lie down after eating. Avoid carbonated beverages. Maintain a healthy weight or work on it with our help. Notice what foods act as triggers. Don't smoke. Cut your alcohol, one to two drinks a day max, and medicate wisely and carefully. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about any medications or supplements you're taking. Some may worsen reflux, 
while GERD-specific remedies can have side effects. And lastly, medicate wisely and carefully. Make sure to talk to your doctor or pharmacist about any medications or supplements you're taking. Some may worsen reflux, while GERD-specific remedies can have side effects. All right, this has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition reading today's article, Heartburn, Reflux, and GERD, 10 Nutrition and Lifestyle Tips for Feeling Better Now by Ryan Andrews. You can read the article online yourself at precisionnutrition.com forward slash heartburn dash reflux dash GERD. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. For more information about how to eat, move, and live better yourself, and for some awesome free nutrition and health resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.